I'm to Berlin. And beyond. To Berlin and beyond. Yo, yo, yo. It's your girl, Sam. Coming at you from Berlin, Germany. It is Thursday, November the 12th. We are almost done with this week, folks. And as I was walking back from my run at the park today, I saw my first flock of birds that were just doing circles in the sky, and I assume they will eventually make their way south. Winter is indeed coming, and this made me thankful for heat in my apartment, which got me thinking about the squat that I talked about in yesterday's episode and wondering if they have heat in that squat. Do squats have heat? I am not sure. So then I decided that I needed to do some more research on squats here in Berlin and that you guys might be interested in hearing about them too because squats don't exist everywhere. So let's start with a definition. What is a squat? It is an empty building that people decide to occupy free of charge with no legal permission. They just move in and they live there. They squat there. It becomes their house. Squatting became really popular in Berlin in the 1970s. And they are still a home for anti-neo-Nazis, anti-capitalists, feminists, queers, and other left and radical thinkers. The buildings were actually obviously used for housing, but sometimes there were alternative reasons for occupying the buildings. For example, several buildings in Kreuzberg were occupied to stop the Senate, the government, from building a motorway, and it was successful. The building that I was outside of last night is called Kirpi, that's K-O with the line through it, the Danish O-P-I, Kirpi. And it has been occupied since 1990. And in 1991, it was actually legalized as an autonomous housing project and self-managed social center. So a lot of these squats have activities that happen there. They have libraries, they have bike repair shops, they have um, bands, they have kitchens, like they have nights where you can go have dinner with them, and it's all pretty much free or the barter system. Because they're so anti-capitalist, they want to be as self-sufficient as possible. So the latest data that I can find on Kupi is from 2016, which was almost five years ago now. Um, Back then, there were 50 people living in the house and 50 people in the Wagenplatz, which is like the yard or the, yeah, the yard next to the house where people were apparently living in vehicles and wagons. I'm assuming they mean like vans and not like wagons, but I don't know. I couldn't see in it last night. And... A variety of activities have been part of Kupi, including a bar, a vegan cafe, it's been used as a concert venue, a cinema, 
a gym, a printing shop, a rehearsal space, and a climbing wall. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of impressive right there. And I just found the Kirby website. They have their own website with their own little history on it. And they said that, um, yes, there are 50 people living there, including children who have never lived anywhere else. Can you imagine growing up in a squat or telling people that you grew up in a squat? I mean, do you even know it's a squat? Probably. That must be really interesting. So in spite of having um, rental contracts from the 90s drawn up, the building has been sold and attempted to be auctioned off multiple times. Multiple buyers have gone bankrupt and multiple times no one has been interested in buying it at auction. (laughs) So now it's a little unclear to me who actually owns the building. The last thing that I can find is from 2013 when Commerce Bank put the house up for auction again, but I can't find anything about what happened at the auction or what didn't happen at the auction, but the the house is still there, the building is still there, and the people are still squatting. So these squats are not without drama. <laughs> they are constantly threatened with eviction, some more than others. One was recently evicted in October. And police and other people consider squats to be dangerous. They think that crime um, is planned there and criminal acts are, are started there. And so they want, them, they want them gone. But then some people want them gone because they want to gentrify the neighborhood and get rid of buildings that are ugly on the outside and look like they're falling apart. But the squatters don't want to fix up the outside of the buildings. They'll put work into the inside of the buildings. Like at Kirby, they redid the plumbing and they got utility contracts in their names, um, which I found out on the website. So I'm assuming they do have heat. They at least have plumbing and running water and electricity. So they probably have heat too. But they aren't interested in making the outside of the buildings look pretty. They aren't interested in cleaning up the yard. They want people to live there, in their cars, in their vans, whatever. They aren't interested in taking the signs down from the fronts of the buildings. And some people um, see this as an eyesore and a menace to society and dangerous. And other people see it as beautiful expression of radical thought that is different from the norm and fighting for the world to be better, especially in a city where rents are rising so quickly and wages are not catching up to them. And that has been a stronghold for punks and leftists and all of the societal rejects for a very long time. And people are, people are fighting to be able to squat. I won't be going to one anytime soon because Corona, but hopefully at some point I will um, get to go into one and 
maybe go to one of their family dinners. <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. If I do, I will report back for sure. Until then, I hope that you have a great Thursday. And tomorrow is Friday, so we're almost to the weekend. Just hold on a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm wishing you a wonderful day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. This has been to Berlin and beyond to Berlin and beyond.